What's up, guys? This is Rich Tabishan, host of The Rich Life, the key to living your best life. What's up, guys? Rich Tabishan here, host of The Rich Life, the key to living your best life. I want to thank you for joining me today on this episode. Today, I want to talk about <clears throat> so this was something that um, really inspired me. I was watching some uh, YouTube videos online, and um, I honestly can't remember where where I got it from, like specifically who it was. But I just remember, you know, writing this information down and taking these notes, and uh, it really inspired me because, you know, if you if you listen to previous episodes about the rich life and the core values and the different frameworks that I'm talking about. Um, to help you achieve your goals, to help you create habits that are positive impacts to your life. Um, they, they really are meant to give you the most out of life, right? And so, you know, there are things that you can, you know, additional habits that you can pick up in life to help you along the way. You know, once you have kind of like a routine down to, to align yourself with your values every day to, you know, for example, like make sure you're working towards your goals, making, you know, your financial goals, your health goals, your relationship goals, your um, fulfillment goals, you know, making sure you're doing things that make you happy, fulfilled, etc. So these, um, they're, they're really five ways for you to get the most out of life that I want to share with you right now. Um, and again, this is just a reminder, right, to layer on top of the, the, the rich life values, the core values that we talked about. Um, and, and really to just help you, right. To help you guys. That's, that's the goal behind the rich life. I want to help you succeed. I want to help you improve your life. Um, and just really in all aspects, right. In all of the, the, the core value aspects. So let's start with number one. So number one is to figure out what your strengths are and keep building them up. The idea is to find your, what your superpower is and really harness that superpower. So um, first of all, if you haven't already taken um, personality tests online, I would highly recommend that. Um, there are tons and tons of them online. I personally like Myers-Briggs. Okay, there's Myers-Briggs. I think there's one called Dark Triad. There's another one out there called, um, I think there's a website called 18personalities.com. Um, there are just tons of them out there. There's, oh, Strengths Finder, which is a really great book. So when you buy the book, they give you a code and that code gives you, um, you know, a link to go to, uh, sorry, the, the book gives you a link and then the link has, you know, has a code and everything that you can type in and then take the test. But, um, the point is to choose one of them for now and then, you know, start and then take more of them to give yourself like a whole, um, round, you know, a rounded, um, strength set. And so, the, the point is this, like, if you don't know what you're good at and you're not, and you don't know how to identify those things about yourself, then you're, then you're not really working towards building those skills, right? So there's this, um, I'm going to go on a quick tangent here, but there's this philosophy where, or thought process where, you know, it's like, you have to build up all of your weaknesses. You have to build up your weakness, but it's like, yeah, that's great. Don't build up your weakness too much, right? Try to build your weakness, you know, if it's like major things, like you're just not good at X, you're not good at Y, you're not good at Z. So for example, you're not good at organizing things, that's okay, right? And you can try to slightly get better at it, but the point is to focus on what you're good at, right? 
Um, so the, the school of thought is like, for me, from what I'm suggesting is focus more on your strengths and less on your weaknesses, but still, but still try to improve your weaknesses, especially if they're going to affect you in your, you know, maybe a job or in a relationship or in life, try to still build, um, try to still build your, on your strengths as a primary focus. Okay. So you can kind of apply this to, you know, use the 80, 20 rule here as well. Focus 80% of your effort on your strengths, 20% effort on your weaknesses. So that way, whatever strength you have, whether that's writing, whether that's speaking, whether that's math, whether that's science, whether that's, you know, let's say computer programming, project management, organizing, numbers, you know, anything, you know, athlete, you know, you're an athlete, maybe you have, you know, strength, you have power, you have speed, whatever your strength is, okay, make sure that you're focusing on it so that you can build it even further. Okay. And then in the back end, you know, think about, you know, what your weaknesses are and then uh, focus less on them, but still try to build them up too. Okay. So I think that having that balance between your strengths and weaknesses is really key. Um, if you're just like blatantly horrible at something, then it's okay to start building on it to make it a little bit better. You know, you don't want to be horrible at you know, all these different skills, right? So anyway, um, figure out what your strengths are. Know and identify your weaknesses and try to build them up, but try to focus on your strengths first. So that's number one. Know your, know your strengths. It's really just know yourself. Number one, know yourself. Know what you're good at, know what you're not good at, and work with people that complement you on the, on the areas that you're not good at. So for example, if you're not good at you know, if you're more high level thinking, right, more strategic thinking, like myself, I'm very high level strategic thinking, not necessarily in the weeds, like I'm not really good at in the weeds kind of stuff. Like I am, I can be detail oriented, but it's not my strength, right? So um, that's why, you know, working with people that are detail oriented and are, you know, project managers and are like that would be a good compliment for myself. So you need to find out who you are. And um, life is that's what life is about is figuring out who you are, what you're good at, and then focusing on that so that you can build your strengths and contribute to this, contribute to the world and society that way. Okay. And it's okay if you're not good at certain things, try to build them a little bit and then try to find somebody that compliments you. So for example, with business, if you're really good at people, like working with people and you're extroverted, for example, right, which is what you would know from, you know, taking the Myers-Briggs exam or Myers-Briggs test, that's going to tell you you know, that you're, you get energy from other people and you really enjoy being around, genuinely enjoy being around people. Not to say that introverts don't enjoy being around people. They do, but they just need more, more, um, of their own time to spend. Okay. Um, with themselves, right. They need their own, more alone time and they don't actually get energy from other people. They get energy from within, from themselves. Okay. So that, um, that's really the the main difference. And then there are some people that are ambiverts, right? So those are like, kind of half and half or 60, 40. Personally, I'm a 60, 40. I'm an extrovert and an introvert, obviously. Um, we, but we all, I think we all have, you know, a balance between them. We're not just one or the other, right? I hate when people say like, you're just an extrovert, you're just an introvert. I think we all have a balance. Maybe it's 80, 20, maybe it's 60, 40, maybe it's, you know, 70, 30, whatever it is. The point is to try to refine that and figure it out. So what I would suggest to you, and we're still on point number one here, but what I would suggest to you is every single year, Make sure you evaluate and take these exams to, because you're going to change over time. The more you learn, the more you learn about yourself, 
the more you'll change over time and the more you'll figure out like, oh, maybe I am more introverted or maybe I am more extroverted or maybe, you know, my personality is shifting because that I could tell you for a fact, the last 20 years, my personality has significantly shifted and changed. And that's okay because the more I learn, the more I realize, you know, what, you know, the more I learn and put into my brain, the more um, my personality changes and my goals change. Okay. Your goals can change annually. They can change weekly. They can even change daily, to be honest. Like I remember at one point my, and I'm, again, I'm going on a tangent here, but, uh, my, my goals on a daily basis, uh, for a while I would want, you know, certain, you know, I would want certain number of things and then I would change that and change that and change that. And that's okay too. You know, as long as you're moving towards the higher goal, you know, as far as like the, the whole, you know, the actual, um, category or the area of that goal doesn't change, then that's okay too. As long as you're moving towards it, the taking actions today in the present moment to move towards whatever goal you want. Okay. So that's number one. Number two, don't be a complainer. <laughs> okay. So what is that? So the point is this, there are so many complainers in the world, right? I don't have enough money. I don't have enough this. I don't have this. I don't have that. Stop focusing on the things that you don't have. Focus on the things that you do have and then also primarily focus on the things that you want. The people that focus on the things that they don't want get more of what they don't want because <laughs> that's their focus, right? When you focus on things that you do want, then you will somehow, and you write it down, you somehow will make it manifest in your life because then you'll start thinking about it, right? So um, I think I've talked about this before, but let's say you're, you just got a new car, and let's say it's a Honda or a Toyota, right? You're sitting in the Honda or Toyota and you start driving around. You're like, and you start to notice people with your car now. And even if you don't buy the car, if you, even if you're thinking about buying a car, you'll start to see that car everywhere. So that's called your reticular activation system. That's your RAS. What that is, is it's, you're putting thoughts into your mind and you're, and you're, and you're projecting that because, uh, on, on the world, and this is a little bit woo woo sounding, but you're projecting this onto the world because you're thinking about it and that's what you're focused on. So that's why you're seeing all these Toyotas and Hondas everywhere because that's what you're thinking about in your mind. So it's kind of like if you've heard of the law of attraction, it's kind of like that where whatever you think manifests um, and comes and comes into reality because that you're, you're kind of giving out vibes to allow that to happen in your life. So the point is this, to be solution-oriented and not complain. So if there is a situation in your life where you're like, oh, man, I hate this, like this sucks, um, I'm not a fan, or, you know, this process is terrible, you know, this, um, you know, this boss sucks, or, you know, let's say my manager's horrible, or my, my uh, friends are toxic, or my, my, you know, whatever it is, the point is to think of a solution to get yourself out of it. It's up to you to get out of that, to get out of that. So don't complain about it to other people. If you found, if you find a problem, make sure to listen to previous episode on problem solving, by the way, um, take a listen to that because problem solving is so important as a skill to have and to be valuable in life. Um, if you're, you know, try, if there is a problem, you need to figure out a solution and be creative about it and get out of that problem or fix that problem somehow. Okay. So the point is to not complain and instead think of come from a mindset of making things better and improving them for yourself and for other people, right? If there, if there's a project that you're working on and it's, and it's pissing you off, 
figure out a way to improve it for yourself and for everybody. It's a win-win, right? Okay, so number two, be solution-oriented and don't be a complainer. Number three, choose wisely who you hang out with. Okay, um, I forget who said this, but they said, you, you become the, the five, like you become the personalities of the five people that you hang around the most. Okay, and that could be, you know, five to ten maybe. So if you're hanging around toxic people and you're hanging around, um, you know, people that are not driven, people that are not helping you in life and people that are bringing you down, then guess what? You're unfortunately going to be part of that <laughs> as well. Because whatever thoughts they say, whatever thoughts and actions they take will become you, right? You're going to be affected by the same thoughts and actions and words that come out of their mouths, right? It's, it's a, um, so it's learning by osmosis. You're, you're actually subconsciously learning this toxic behavior because you're actually around these people that are making you toxic. So I know not everybody can get out of that, but the point is to identify that, okay, the people that I'm around are not making me, are not bringing me up, right? To me, the best relationships are when you improve each other's lives, Right. So whether that's in friends and family and romance, you know, if your friends are not helping you or bringing you up, then get away from them. Right. Um, or try to, you know, change your friends. Right. Try to associate with people that are like minded, are similar to you, are in a group setting where, you know, they're they're helping each other succeed instead of bringing each other down. Okay, now I know for folks that are in, you know, high crime areas or, you know, areas that they were born into, there's, there's, there are countless um, examples of people, for example, like Jay-Z, right, of people that are, have, been, have been successful and didn't live in the best area, right, high crime, drugs, stuff like that, and they, they decided to get out of it, right, they decided to leave, they decided to make a better life for themselves, because they were surrounded by toxic people. Okay, so choose wisely who you hang out with. Find people who have similar passions, similar interests, and network with them. And make sure to listen to my networking podcast as well, because um, it's really key to understand, you know, not to just hand out your business card to people, because handing out your business card is not networking, right, right away. Get to know people, connect with people, build relationships with people, understand, you know, that, they're also human beings, okay? Build that connection. Okay, now, um, the, so another way to do this is to surround yourself not only with, you know, obviously face-to-face is the best form of communication and the best way to really connect and build relationships with people. But I think another way is, like, if you're, let's say you're in a smaller city or you're in the middle of nowhere or whatever, another way to do this is to pick up books, right? Download books online, maybe go to a local bookstore, read about um people who you aspire to be, right? People who you want to surround yourself with. So you can, again, learn by osmosis, being around them and being around these successful people, you can learn from their mistakes and you can cut the shit, like the learning curve from, you know, uh, you can cut the learning curve by years. Really, that's the idea. Because if I, so think about it like this, like I, if I learn something from somebody, you know, that they learned 10 years ago, right? And I learned that right away, the mistake that they made, I'll, it'll prevent me from making the same mistake as well. So 
that's the point. And I won't have to go through that 10 year process that they went through to learn that mis those mistakes that, that were made. Right. So it's kind of like, you know, figuring out, you know, the people that you aspire to be, the people you aspire to um, be successful, uh, as, as successful, and then learn from their mistakes before, before you make that mistake. I would love to learn from everybody's mistakes so I don't make those mistakes as well, right? Because I don't want to, I'd rather be more efficient and spend time pursuing the goals and the things that I want in my life, right? So choose wisely who you hang out with. Um, also, not just books, but audiobooks, podcasts, right? Um, I, um, I think podcasts are one of the greatest inventions, okay? Kind of like replacing radio in a sense. Um, and maybe it will over time. But I, I just love the fact that, you know, I can speak to you guys and tell you, you know, how I'm perceiving life and, you know, myself and um, hopefully inspire you, motivate you and help you in your life as well. Okay. Number four. So um, we can get very, you know, as human beings, we can become very like pretty serious with things and, you know, serious with life and serious with business and work and family etc. So what I would suggest to you is number four, don't forget to play and have fun, right? Do you have any hobbies? Ask yourself, what hobbies do I have? What do I enjoy to do? What makes me super happy? Whether that's working out, doing an activity, maybe playing some sports, uh, maybe playing, you know, ball or basketball or golf or whatever it is, try to have fun, right? I mean, it, life is not meant to be this serious, like that serious, right? So, um, I know personally, like I can, maybe I can become, you know, too, maybe too serious sometimes between work and, 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 uh, life and business and everything. But then I have to say, t you know, tell myself like, look, it's, I want to just, I want to have fun too, right? I want to play. I want to travel. I want to have experiences. I want to enjoy playing sports, be competitive, right? Just enjoy yourself, figure out what you like to do hobby wise. Like, do you, if you just like in like love puzzles or if you just like love, you know, playing whatever it is, like whatever sport or, you know, um, board games or trivia, whatever it is, just get, get out there, go out there and have fun and enjoy yourself because life is not meant to be so serious. Okay. Um, so don't forget to have fun. Don't forget to play and um, pick a hobby and spend your leisure time doing that. <coughs> so that's number four, excuse me. Number five. And I talk about this every, like almost every episode, make sure you push yourself every day, every single day to improve, push yourself to be better in some way, shape or form every single day to improve. So this is the, the sculpture mindset. You're chipping away, you know, one thing at a time, you're improving by 1% every single day. And that's, you know, that's great. If you can improve by 10% every single day, that would be great too. But don't, don't try to overdo it, right? You can't, um, you can't try to overdo it in one day because it would just be more challenging, right? Um, you can try and go for it. I'm not saying not to, but I think 1% and 10% is probably one to 10% is probably more achievable and more realistic. Um, you know, meaning, you know, if you're trying to lose a lot of weight, can't lose it all in one day, right? It's going to take continuous habits and routines to chip away at it every single day. But just know that every day that you do work towards your goals or every day that you do make, you know, make an effort to work towards your goals, you are chipping away at it slowly, right? So try to break things down into smaller chunks. So the way I do this with like project management, if I'm trying to build 
you know, something huge, right? Like if I have this huge vision of something, I, uh, I see the vision, I see the mission and I'm, and I know I want to accomplish that. But what I do is I break it down into small chunks. So you can think of them as like small little phases or small little, um, uh, packages or small little, uh, buckets, right? Whatever you want to call it. The point is to break them down. Then you break that down even further until you get to the lowest possible level of what can I do right now in this moment? What tasks can I do to make sure that I achieve the goal that I want to achieve? Okay. Um, and I know this episode is going a little bit longer than I normally go, but I just want to kind of bring this point home. For example, if you want to lose weight, right, you might want to have, you might have a goal. Let me lose 20 pounds, 25 pounds by, you know, three months. Okay. So let's break that down. 25 pounds in three months. Okay. How many pounds do I have to lose every single week? How many pounds do I have to lose every single day? And what am I going to do today to make sure that I fulfill my weekly goal, that I fulfill my monthly goal and I, and I lose the weight that I want. So for example, I need to, you know, wake up, I need to, um, you know, drink some water. I need to hydrate myself. I need to maybe write down what, what I'm going to do today at the gym, right? Make sure that I'm writing it down. You need to write these things down, guys. I know with all this digital technology out there, I know, you know, like I'm a techie, right? I'm an IT guy. So here's the thing coming from an IT guy with 10 plus years of experience, I can tell you for a fact that I found um, that when I write things down pen to paper, it's more effective than writing it down in an Evernote or some type of note, right? Taking system, or if I write it on the computer, okay? That's just me. I know what works for me, figure out what works for you. But here's what I know for a fact. We've been, you know, we've been, uh, you know, writing things on paper with ink or some form of that, for thousands of years, right? Egyptians or whatever. Um, and that to me is pretty significant, right? <laughs> so what that's telling me is like, if they've been writing, you know, for that many years, pen to paper, we should probably not, you know, abandon that concept of, you know, writing things down. Because what I find is I write it down, I think about it, and it allows me to think. That's the point is like, we have such powerful brains, guys, that it allows me to think when I write something down. So when I write something down, it actually lets me manifest it, which is why I'm a huge believer of writing down your goals every day, or at least updating them or write, you know, rewriting them, revising them, whatever it is, as long as you're writing it down, um, it will help you improve. So anyway, so let me just kind of summarize the five ways to get the most out of life. Number one, figure out your strengths. Number two, don't complain and be solution oriented, make things better. Number three, Choose wisely who you hang out with. Make sure you're around people and and uh, people that you you know have similar interests and passions and network with them. B- really build connections and relationships, right? Number four, don't forget to have fun and play. Figure out a hobby and spend your leisure time doing it. And number five, make sure to push to improve every single day and, and be a better person every single day. So thank you guys for joining today on this episode. I hope you enjoyed that. So probably one of my longest episodes. Wow, nice. Um, Anyway, so I'll talk to you next time. Take care. Thank you for joining me on this episode of The Rich Life, the key to living your best life. Remember to subscribe, leave a review, and I answer all my direct messages on Instagram at Rich and at Beach Property Guy. Take care.